Right, so, second podcast in. We are... This one's more more wrestling style. I want to try the wrestling style of podcast. So, what I'm going to basically go on with this is I'm going to go through the the Superstar Shake-Up and what I thought of it. And what, what I thought of it was... It was a very kind of poor shake-up compared to the past times they've done it but it also held the wor- the most value kind of thing but with it I, I felt like that they've made a good turn with it like they um they brought Finn out on Raw apparently with all the EC3 squash that was meant to be I think Samoa Joe was meant to be in that but they didn't because I think he had the flu or something um, but yeah, apparently Samoa Joe was meant to be in that. Um, but they used EC3 instead, which was the poorest choice ever, um, to be honest. But with, with, with the Superstar Shake-Up is they've had, and they've gone and they've taken a lot of good points about it, but they also messed up. So much at the same time. We'll we'll start with Raw. Um going through the Miz has gone to the the opposite show to what he was on before. All shake ups he went to Raw. No, he was on on, on the draft. He was on SmackDown, then he went to Raw, then he was on SmackDown, then he was on Raw. Like I know that he wasn't in the greatest feuds. As of late. And The Miz was. Kind of losing the limelight. He was mainly infused with Daniel Bryan. Shane McMahon. But he could have done so much more as well. If he were to have stayed. Like feuds with Randy Orton. Or, or a few with Jeff Hardy. I know he just turned face. But maybe Samoa Joe then. You know there was there was still. Value of him on that on that brand. But you know. I'm mentioning Samoa Joe. I guess, I guess that could still happen. If, if because of what I'm going to say in a bit, but you know maybe maybe not. I don't know. Uh, you know, so you had Shane. He attacked Shane, but I feel like that won't lead to anything. They've had their WrestleMania match. Blah blah. blah that just won't happen. Um, Re- Becky Lynch versus Ruby Riot. Blah blah. Poor match. You see, those are still on Raw now. Uh, Becky Lynch is going to be jumping between shows. On anything, AJ Styles made his move to uh, to Raw, and I, I feel like this was the best move of of Raw because AJ Styles needs freshening up. He'd gone to everyone with his year long title reign on SmackDown, and I think this would be the place where he could possibly do it. Um, he can face the likes of Lashley, like a bit of TNA in that, or Impact. As it's called now, um, you got Lashley. You've got uh, Drew McIntyre. He could go against like the likes of Andrade. Has gone over to Raw. We'll talk about that in a bit. He could face Andrade. Um, still got Dean there. You could. Well, it, I believe Dean will stay after everything. Like I think, like it could be a bit of a swerve. Um, you got Drew McIntyre on there. I feel like AJ Styles, Drew McIntyre could be a good match. 
You've also got Seth Rollins, the biggest matchup dream of, of, of WWE with Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. I feel like they will be in no slow pace to do that. They will be trying to do that as big as possible, maybe for SummerSlam, I see. Um, but you never know. And then on Raw, you had the Braun Strowman segment. EC3 came out, demanded competition, and got Braun, got crushed. It could have happened to anyone. You know, I could have, I would have accepted it being Rhino or Slater, EC3, a guy that was striving in NXT, a brilliant ladder match debut. He 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 worked his hardest. He's got a win on Raw. I'll give him that. But it was a roll up against Dean. He would then later lose to Dean, and now he's being crushed by Strowman. He's not. He's not doing well at this point. EC3 being another guy, maybe Styles could face. I don't know at this rate. EC3, I was expecting to see go to SmackDown after getting crushed like this, but never mind. Uh, EC3 needs a huge rebound, otherwise he's going to end up like the likes of Tyler Breeze and Apollo Crews, all that. Oh, and that's going to murder his career. It, like, like he did better in Impact than he's currently doing in the WWE. It's just, it's just horrible. It's right to see EC3 go through such bad creative choices backstage and it's not his fault he has to he has to do everything he can to for his job and i and i get that but you never know with ec3 it's Strowman. Strowman, i see you know i was expecting Strowman to do smackdown he did turn up last week but he didn't move um what i could see happening possibly is Braun Strowman, and we'll, we'll, they're, they're teasing it, with this scene it was meant to be Samoa Joe, but he was out with the flu, like I, slept, like I said. Um, I see Samoa Joe and Braun will be a thing, I feel like they'll drop the United States Championship to Braun, because uh, Joe's tenure's been good, uh, but like, it's been mainly squashes, he squashed Mysterio on, uh, at WrestleMania, he, you know, he's gone, he's gone through massively, after he, after he beat R-Truth. I think it was fast lane no it was the the tuesday before fast lane uh but i, be, I, I believe that was really what, uh, like samoa joe's tenure with the united states championship it's kind of up otherwise it's going to be squash match squash match and i have no doubt that they'll do that with braun unless they put him against big guys um but i just feel like it's braun's time to hold a title like they've they've teased him winning so many of of these uh, United Universal Championships. Messed there. He's he's been Mister Money in the Bank, and he failed that. You just need him to hold a title, and at this rate, it's gonna be the mid card one. Because they don't want they want to protect Rollins. They won't won't want Braun near him for a few months if Rollins doesn't drop the title early. But you never know. And 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 we're going on with Raw. I don't think he turned up on SmackDown. I may be wrong. No, he didn't. Okay, so going on with that, you have Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn was announced to be staying on Raw. Uh, Sami Zayn is literally backed into a corner. Although this segment on Raw was great because he was in his hometown, but he still tore into them while also wanting to be there. Um. When when they came up with his music and then he was fine, he was spent. 
played his music again and then didn't <laughs> you know kept it going it was it was a good gag and i feel like what they're doing with Sami Zayn is really good it's very heelish but it's also very comedic what they have to be careful of is pushing the boundary of that kind of setting with Sami Zayn because it could not establish him as a, as a mid-card title holder even at this rate and that is literally terrifying Oh, ooh, tired today. Um, but then you, 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 that was during a, a moment with Bliss, and that was amazing. And he finished up, and he left. He hasn't got a feud coming up. I know many of the bankers until May nineteenth, but I don't don't think he has a feud. I don't think he has anything planned, apart from a big heel run, possibly a good match for AJ Styles, possibly not. At the same time, I feel like they'd be crushing Sami Zayn if they had him lose to Styles. You never know. Um, moving on, you got... Well, you had the Iconics. They come out, didn't they? They, they? they demanded competition. And Bailey came out. And with this whole ordeal with Sasha Banks, I think she's AEW bound. She's going to leave. She wanted to main event WrestleMania, but she hasn't. Might be the first woman to main event WrestleMania, but she hasn't. I just think that was selfish. I know it's a dream, but it's a little bit selfish at the same time because you're not considering the people around you. But, uh, yeah, no, Bailey was complaining about... Well, not complaining, but they were taking... The Iconics were taking the account. Bailey for Naomi in competition. They're making a way over to SmackDown. Naomi! Naomi comes out. And I... Naomi didn't... I think she needed to be on Raw. Because she didn't have anything to do with, like, her creative direction towards SmackDown. She was in no feud. She was rarely used. You didn't see her much. Like, I think the last time we saw her before Raw was when she was teaming with Asuka. And, um, yeah. You know, it, it could be a good run, could not be at the same time. I'd love to see a little alteration with her and Tamina, maybe, because I know they're past uh, with the Usos or something like that. But I think Naomi's got a lot of potential here. I don't see her winning a title. I don't see her being in a feud on a singles run. With Becky holding the titles, like uh, Brian Zane said, and on on his who who wore it better. But I, th I think it was very good. Like like, it's a very good creative choice. The iconics you'll see them when I talk about SmackDown. I think they're changing it up. They're they're hopping brand to brand, and I get that. That's fair. But I just think it's it, that's the whole. I I don't see them keeping up the women's division. Sadly, I see them unifying it. And, and like, I guess it's needed to unify it because, well, we'll get into SmackDown in a bit, but Raw's women's division is not looking good. And we're about to go on to that with, <sighs> so Becky Lynch won a match against um, Thingy, Thingy, <laughs> really tried there, didn't I? Lacey Evans, she really tried with Lacey Evans, and... She got uh, Becky Lynch, not Lacey Evans. Ah, I'm messing it up. Ruby Riot. Becky Lynch won a match with Ruby Riot. Uh, Natalia comes out, uh, talks about the past that she's new with, with, <coughs> with Becky Lynch. Demands a title opportunity in the kind of friendly, respectful way. Lacey Evans comes out. Yes, the, whatever they're calling her now, I, I don't know. Lacey Evans, I'm a fan of, but I feel like she could go wrong in the past. Lacey Evans demands matches as well. And she kind of implies that she slept her way to the top of WWE. 
Oh, I'm not going to go there, are we? I swear they see him as a mother. Not helpful. Um, but it, it kind of cements that Lacey Evans and Natalia are staying. Like, Lacey Evans was a brand hopper, wasn't she? Lacey Evans is now permanently on Raw. They had a match to determine the number one contender to Becky Lynch's title. Natalia, as always, lost. And you wouldn't, you know, I, I, I think it's probably around time for Natalia to retire. She's not going to get title anymore. I think her, her one a couple years ago. Or, or, yeah, no, I think it was a couple years ago. I think her run in the company is is done. Uh, she, she won't be in any title matches. She's not being involved in any feuds. Like, unless she gets involved with Becky and Lacey, cause a disqualification of Money in the Bank. I don't see her doing anything. And I think it's time she hangs up the boots. Or leaves for another company because I feel like that could be her only route in these coming up days which is fair you know I, I, I like Natalia she's got the in-ring and I think she's kept there to remind fans oh yeah we also have women who can wrestle I'm not saying that Lacey Evans can't wrestle because in that match she did well it, it, it kind of put over the fact that she's going to be up and coming but she also can't really fight yet kind of thing uh, she, she, she did put up good offence but Natalia had it she slides back into the ring uh, she gets thrown back into the ring Natalia comes back in and then all of a sudden hit with that women's right the women's right kind of bring back to that retro feel of wrestling of the single punch and he's out kind of thing it kind of brings back to the, the big show's punch which we will not talk about that as a finisher uh, but but they're not using the women's right as a finisher, I don't think, anymore. Like It used to be a thing down in NXT. She'd hit the women's right, bang, done, one, two, three. It kind of also sets up like a good brass knuckles angle, which could be used for Becky Lynch and Money in the Bank. Um, but no, she hit over the women's right. She goes down, goes to the top rope, and then she does... I can't remember the actual move, the indie move uh, name of it, but she does like a, a jump, flip, moonsault. Hits it, one, two, three. So that's looking to be Natalia's new... Uh, Natalia. Lacey Evans' new finisher. Fair game at this point. Just fair. Fair game. And it kind of... Lacey Evans, they, they made her do the women's right, I think a couple of weeks ago, to, to Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch didn't go down. It was a great, great putting over of a move. And, like, with Lacey Evans... I just think it like because there's rumors going around that she's expected for a big, big push in the future of 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 the company. Would you want to do like push someone right now that is about to probably job to Becky Lynch? And I'll hold my tongue to that. Because if, if Becky loses at Money in the Bank due to that brass knuckle angle or something like that. Fair enough at, at, at this rate. Like, I'll give it to that. Um, but I, that's the only way I see Lacey winning. Other than that, I don't see her win it at all at Money in the Bank. She will not. Like, and then she'll be out the title picture for a bit. Squash, uh, squashing jobbers or, or, or like, like Alicia Fox or something. I don't know if she's on the shelf or she's just not being used. One of the two. Um, but yeah... 
Lacey Evans going to face Becky Lynch and winning the manga. It's kind of your first proper confirmed match. Uh, so, yeah, but moving on, you add another vignette of spooky, spooky things. And it was the same as the bird box thing from last, last week. In the fact of you had this house and on the beds... On the bed, a lullaby is clearly referenced. I don't know if I was the only one that saw it. But on the bed, there's a there's two dolls in this dollhouse. One is on the bed holding what looks like the world. And you're going to get... What was that? Never mind. Um, you're going to get... And then you had this doll that was laughing and blah, blah, blah. It looks strangely like it could be Sister Abigail. Uh, uh, you know for a fact that this is going to be Bray Wyatt. And fans are going to be happy when he comes back. But if they are doing vignettes for this, do not have him come back to job. Like, seriously. Bray Wyatt is a good force and he's a good proving that you don't have to have, like, immense amount of muscle or anything to win, to to wrestle. Much like what, what Brett and, and Sean did back in the Golden Era when that was starting. But um, with this, I just see it going on. A good, a good run of a few weeks. Maybe he comes back at Money in the Bank. Maybe he comes back after. But I see Bray Wyatt coming back. It's kind of also got that laugh of Bray again. But I think it's definitely Bray Wyatt due to what I saw with the dolls. He sat on the bed, lying on the bed with a world in his hands. Like That is, that is clearly going to be Bray. With the start of the show, I think... Uh, well, no, it was... Yeah, no, sorry, it was was the start of the show, I think it was. Elias was out and he was doing his little performance, interrupted by Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is now on Raw. Uh, I, I think that's a good idea. He can shake it up. AJ Styles, like I said, Seth Rollins, um, Sami Zayn, all these, Andrade uh, as well. Like they, they could start doing it on, like longer. There's matches longer on, on Raw because of it being an hour longer show. But, yeah, no, he came out, interrupted Elias. He scared off Elias. Elias ran to the back. And then immediately after, Lars Sullivan comes out. Um, Lars Sullivan, I, no one knows uh, what Lars Sullivan is doing at this rate. Um, people are saying he's, he's jumping, but I think on a recent... Uh, recent... Ooh, okay, right, I really am tired, aren't I? Um... Recent thing was he he turned up on Raw, crushed Mysterio, which is great creative, isn't it? At this rate, you're going to have Ray leave again. Like, you got something good there, given the US title, at least. <laughs> but they're not. Uh, Lars came out. Yeah, Lars Sullivan is looking to be the next Braun Strowman. I'd love to see a match between those two, but they are going to be... The next Paul Strowman, Lars Sullivan is. And it's just gonna be so, so weird because I've seen Snitsky jokes everywhere and all that. Lars Sullivan, give him a chance before you start judging, I think, in my opinion. He did struggle to come out originally, he was teased months and months ago. But now he's actually. Wow, jeez. <laughs> Now he's actually getting a chance. Let it settle in, and then if they if he's if he's treated poorly or he can't do anything, 
move wise or, or creative wise then start judging then start taking the nick because right now he's he's doing his normal running out squashing leaving you know he did it with the hardy boys or in mysterio um who did he do it kurt angle i think it was all that and, and i just see that being the thing um i was wrong earlier it wasn't like this that opened you got a vignette showing cedric alexander is coming to Raw, Cedric Alexander from 205 Live, definitely needed. I think he can prove a lot, again, with the likes of AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, um, Ricochet, definitely think that could be a great match, Andrade, Rey Mysterio, a lot of great matches, have a lot of high-flying action on Raw, more than big bulk dudes, after, he's saying this after you talked about Lars Sullivan. Um, it, there's, there's a lot more high-flying action, Going on to it, I think, I think Raw and SmackDown are kind of switching the dynamic a bit. Um, and then, Finn Balor's out for for a for a match. He doesn't know who against. From SmackDown, here comes Andrade. Definitely needed. He was locked in in stupid rivalries, apart from that brilliant, brilliant set of matches with Rey Mysterio. He was locked in stupid things. He was eliminated from the Andre the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania by his own move. That was so dumb. Not from him, but creatively. In the creative team, it wasn't smart. They had him pin the Intercontinental Champion Finn after a hurricane from Zelina Fega, who I think that is just a great partnership. Like one of the greatest managers next to Paul Heyman, in my opinion, could be Selena Vega. And I, I see him going great places now. I don't see him winning the US title. I see him getting a big push. I see Andrade getting a big, big push in the future. But not anytime soon. I think they'll have him win a few matches. They wouldn't put him in tag stuff. They wouldn't put him in anything like that anymore. He's a singles competitor. He's a singles competitor on his own. And that leads me on to the next one. <laughs> the worst part of Monday Night Raw. So, you had Alistair Black and Ricochet come out. As they are cemented on Raw now, they're not going to be hopping to SmackDown either, like Lacey Evans was or Lars uh, and EC3. They are properly on Raw, us Black and Ricochet. Kind of upset they didn't kind of break them up, but it doesn't matter, there's always the future. Uh, so you had, and this is really bad from the production crew. Um, Oh, well, what am I saying? I've just moved on topic so easily. Um, back to what I was saying. Ricochet and Alistair Black, they're out, blah, blah. Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, they're out, tag team champions. Actual underdog champions I will support. I said it before and I said it again. I put it on Instagram. I got rid of the post, sadly. But I put something on there about wanting to see the Edgeheads reunite. And have a, uh, have a feud and do one more tag title reign. They've done that. And I'm really happy and supportive. Because I love Zack Ryder and I love Kurt Hawkins. I really need the push. Um, but yeah. Then now comes the Revival. Didn't move to a Smackdown. They are still on Raw. How long before they're gone? Uh, and then out comes Ivar and Eric. The Viking experience. And I was really confused. When I, like, I heard the theme and I was clicking in my head. I was like, who's this? And then they came out. I was like, oh, it's the War Raiders. The Viking experience. Ivar and Eric. Not Hanson and Roe. Don't know why they changed the names. War Raiders, I get. Because you can't say Raw 
you can't can't say rule. You can't say war without you know it being a problem to like networks and all that. You know, war is war hasn't happened since nine eleven. Uh, again, another thing Brian Zane said, and well, it was just purely needed for the fact of. A name change, but the Viking experience is so dumb, and you didn't need to change the names. They did win. They pinned Zack Ryder, the tag champ, with Fallout. Uh, they're NXT champions, so I don't know what's going to happen with those. I don't know whether they're going to vacate them, or are they going to stay down in NXT at this rate? No one knows. But, and then, I think this is the last bit of Raw that I am going to go through. Yeah, it is. Chad Gable and Bobby Roode come out. Heels now, after... Earning and no attacking Ricochet and Alistair Black last week, uh, or the yeah last week. Uh, Alistair Black, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable are out there demand competition. Stupid production crew goes and puts the USO graphic on on the bottom. So Jimmy and Jay come out. The USO is now on Raw. Oh my God, the second best move, best move to Raw of this shakeup. The USOs needed to shake up that competition. You've got a lot of teams splitting up on. The shake up and a lot of them are from Raw but the Usos I can see definitely winning the Raw tag titles in the future they could put on matches with the likes of Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins if they stay or the Revival or you know other big teams Ricochet and Alistair Black that would be an amazing match the Viking experience now I'm joking about that one I don't think that'd be a good match um, but the Usos First, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable lost. The Usos victorious. Woohoo. And that was kind of a big moment with that. Because the Usos are now on, obviously on Raw. But this would actually be the last you would see of Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. Because, moving on to SmackDown now. Ta-da. Um, we're just going to go through the quick changes they made after the show. Uh, I, I also want to point out is Eric Young went to Raw that Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf didn't follow him to them, which was really weird. Uh, but like they, uh, Alexander Wolf is teasing about leaving the company, and uh, Killian Dane kind of like wished luck to Eric Young and Alexander Wolf on, uh, and and I think he's staying on SmackDown. I don't see them being used. Unless for Jabba Fodder, uh, I think EY has a chance of possibly securing mid-card belt. Or if he loses a lot of weight, he could go cruiserweight. One of the two. Um, but no, like, like, other than that, with SmackDown, Apollo Crews is on SmackDown now. He bleeds blue. He's not going to be seen for a while. <laughs> unless. Unless. Uh, after last week's Raw of him finding himself with weird blue face paint. Mojo Rawley was not seen at all. I think they've given up on that. There's another Emelina for you. Um, Mickey James is on SmackDown now. They've broken up the Riot Squad. With uh, Liv Morgan's gone to SmackDown. Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot. I don't know if they'll stay a thing, but they are on. They're like the the the, the Riot Squad isn't full again. I see a lot happening with Liv. Possibly like like WWE seems to have a fondness in blondes. Charlotte. Carmella, before she went kind of brown or whatever it is now. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, you know, all these all these blonde 
Natalia. Blonde women, they, 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 they enjoy them. <laughs> Let's say that. But with uh, you also had uh, Liv Morgan. I see big things for Liv Morgan. Possibly a feud in the future. I can't say for the title because of Becky Lynch holding it. I see, I see something happening. Uh, Chad Gable leaves Bobby Roode. Let's hope that's a heel Bobby Roode. The singles Bobby Roode on, on Raw. Won't be, probably, because we won't see him. But, you know. Um, but Chad Gable's gone again. I see him turning face. Being the underdog again. Like the new AJ Styles, almost. You add, um, I think, Mickey James as well. Mickey James is on. I think I've already said that. I'm going mad. But Mickey James is on there now. Again, don't see her being used unless it's in tag team matches. Sorry, Mickey. Because um, like, I'm a fan of, Vic, of, of, of Mickey. Like, I, I, I definitely... And I'll admit now, I never watched her her TNA stuff or her Attitude Era stuff. Never watched any of that. I kind of started watching Mickey James when she came in as being the... the La, La Luchadora, was it? La Luchadora? Possibly, don't know. You'll never know. But um, but no, per page and all that. And pages on raw uh, SmackDown. Sorry, we're moving on to SmackDown now. SmackDown opened with the Kevin Owens show. Oh, it was very weird. It was very weird. Kevin Owens invites out the New Day, and because of um, Big E being injured They've gone We need a new guy Big O is made Kevin Owens joins the New Day I think there was a little shot At the Young Bucks You know when he dressed up On the indie scene For the Young Bucks And they came out uh, I see I see that happening uh, Like Sadly It means Big E Will not be turning on Kofi For a long amount of months Unless Big E heals it Magically uh, Very quickly Because I think it was a meniscus He's got the injury with a torn meniscus, and that means he's not going to be in, in involved in anything for a number of months, like a good six to nine. And so they've got big uh, Kevin in. You know Kevin's going to be the guy to turn. You just know it. He'll turn Kevin. But he came out, did did a fun match, and then Cesaro comes out. Sheamus is injured on the shelf, sadly. Cesaro's out. And then soon followed by Nakamura and Rusev. They're not broken up. Why? <laughs> like I, d- I don't see Rusev doing much anymore in SmackDown. I think like he could have done a little bit more on Raw. You never know. Nakamura was definitely needed on Raw. I thought Nakamura was going to go to Raw. Could have feuded great matches there. Um, but, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. But I understand that. Uh, then you got a little vignette saying, Buddy Murphy, thank God this is happening. Another cruiserweight from 205 is joining a main roster show. This time, Buddy Murphy is going to smack down. Smack down on it. Oh, it's so needed for a freshen up. Like, like you can definitely see WWE's era from the big, strong, bulky dudes like Braun Strowman, John Cena, Roman Reigns. You know, finally we're getting high flyers and quick athletes. Buddy Murphy, Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Mustafa Ali, you know, Adam Cole soon, Sami Zayn, all Andrade, Finn Balor, Nakamura. Oh my God, it's just great. 
you know, and Daniel Bryan as well, especially. He was kind of like the pioneer for the whole better athlete coming into the WWE. And I'm so happy. Jeff Hardy as well, but he's in tag team now at the minute. Um, but uh, but no, it's, it's showing that much now. Oh, it needs it. Tony Murphy being a great heel, I could see him feuding possibly with Kofi. Like they do that right away, have him lose, bloody blah, blah. Fans will be angry. He knows he'll win the Intercontinental Championship. No, I would, I would pay. Well, not pay to see because I don't pay. But I would, I would, I would be glad to see a Buddy Murphy Intercontinental reign. Maybe, maybe not. That's just giving away what will happen next. Next up, Charlotte Flair and Charlotte, Charlotte Flair and Carmella. Pointless match, Charlotte Flair wins, makes Carmella tap out. And truth is in the ring. And this is where you get you guys set in stone, luckily, because I found out on Instagram. <laughs> Lars Sullivan comes out, brutalises our truth, squashes him in moments, truth's run it over. Yay. And, and then he kind of, Lars kind of eyes up Carmella. Carmella just like yeets it out of there. Uh, and then he goes back to ripping apart truth. And it's like she doesn't save truth, and it really confuses me. Um, after that, you had none other Finns on SmackDown because that kind of tells you about Joe being on Raw, not being ill. Uh, he would have been in that segment. Finns on on SmackDown now. Thank God, this is the best SmackDown move in my opinion. It sets up great matches: Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura, Finn Balor versus Mustafa Ali, longer in the future because it was just. Needed. One minute. One one minute. Okay, back. <laughs> Random. Just cut there. That's going to be great. I had to grab something. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, Finn Balor. Great matches lined up. I can see a lot in the future. Buddy Murphy. Daniel Bryan. A lot. Once, once he's back, Daniel Bryan. Or, or Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens. I, I see a lot. But he came out, faced Mustafa Ali, pinned Mustafa Ali. Bit difficult with 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 Mustafa Ali. You know, you can definitely see he's not going to get that puss anytime soon. But oh well. <laughs> Sorry, silence. I'm thinking about what happened on SmackDown because SmackDown SmackDown apparently got the better dra draft. I don't think it did, to be honest. Um. So you had uh, the KO. New Day, Cesaro, Shinsuke, and Rusev match. Hunston Cohen, family. Ooh. Um, but uh, Rusev, Xavier Woods, went around. Kevin Owens comes in. Stunner, blah, blah. New Day win. There you go. Then you had Paige come out. Paige introduces her new team, or what thinks is going to be a new team. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville come out. That was like a big heated exchange. Ember Moon comes out. Ember Moon's on SmackDown now. Alongside Bailey. Bailey's now on SmackDown. They're trying to push her away from Sasha Banks as much as possible, and I get that. Uh, but Paige comes out and then introduces the team of Asuka. Needed something to do. And Kyrie Sane from NXT. Yeah. I, 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 SmackDown's women's division is looking packed alongside the Iconics they all had a match a big tag team match which Ember Moon and all that won back to where were we 
yeah, Emma Man and now Team One. And then I think that was kind of it for SmackDown. Uh, they announced the, the, the last few. Uh, and then, actually, before we finish up, Mr. Man comes out about this big, big, big thing to do with. Um, to do with his biggest acquisition on Raw. Uh, Elias comes out. She, he, he really drags it out, makes think it's Elias. Uh, he starts playing, you know, Mr. McMahon respects him and all that. And you, you think it's going to end with Elias. And then Roman Reigns comes out. Roman Reigns is now on SmackDown. You see what I meant earlier with the big bulky goes kind of going over to SmackDown now. Big high flyers coming over to Raw. Um, Roman Reigns on SmackDown, it's good. It refreshes his storylines. He needed to get away from Braun Strowman. He needed to get away from uh, Drew McIntyre, Lashley, Corbin. It was all, it was all going to get repetitive. But, you know, he decks Mr. McMahon with a Superman punch. And he kind of just falls into Elias's arms. And then he goes up the ramp and then runs back and spears Elias. So, yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of it. I, I think the Superstar Shake would be probably the poorest. Good members, like, like it held more good members of a Switch. But I think it was poor because it didn't hold the amount that you thought it was going to amount. Uh, but no, that's been my thoughts on it, uh, what I think they could do in the future. As a first wrestling podcast, this has actually been kind of helpful in a way to get out. But, you know, yeah. <laughs>